it has a little uh, delay that happens. Uh, I'm going to have to get used to that. Uh, so what we're going to do now is the incarnate cycle. It's an in initiate level class. Uh, usually uh, most initiates don't take it till after they uh, you know, decide they're going to initiate or whatever, but I decided to go ahead and put it in here. All right, so uh, as we as you get on and you get into a depth, you explore these topics further. But for this is just a base level knowledge. All right, so in all things created of solid matter exist in an incarnate cycle. Incarnate literally means embodied in flesh, whereas flesh means solid matter. You should remember from the sacred geometry introduction that creation is based on the geometric form of the spiral, which literally means create and recreate. The incarnate cycle is based upon the spiral and tells us that creation in this form is the transmigration of souls from one body to another at the end of each incarnation cycle. This is the evolutionary creation of the universal source so that it will experience and learn from that creation. The planets, races of beings, animals, vegetable and mineral kingdoms also reincarnate under the universal laws of rebirth. In the beginning, beings were created because the universal source or that life force behind everything wished to develop more creative power. Through its experiences, it learned that friction between the opposite poles of spirit and flesh causes, as in electricity, light or energy, which in turn is creative force power. We know from earlier teachings that we are made up of a series of nested bodies of light and superconsciousness, each more refined than the next. In our conscious mind, we think and feel ourselves to be a physical body with some intangible spirit within it. Yet, right now, our real identity is the soul that is sensing through its multiple bodies, physical, emotional, and mental experience. Recognizing this as reality, we powerfully know that life doesn't end with the death of the biological body. The soul continues to occupy the astral body, a, a subtle luminous duplicate of the physical body. So we've had many classes where we've talked about this, you know, that we're made up of these auric bodies, okay? And so they continue to exist even though the physical body doesn't exist. Uh, all right, so... Uh, so they occupy the astral body, a subtle luminous duplicate of the physical body. This subtle body is made of higher energy astral matter and dwells in a dimension called the astral plane. If the soul body itself is highly evolved, it will occupy the astral mental bodies on a very refined plane of the astral known as the world of light beings. At death, the soul slowly becomes totally aware in its astral mental body and it predominantly lives through, the bo through those bodies in the astral dimension. When we are born into this world, we are given the exact amount of time that is necessary to complete our physical and spiritual work. Each of us has specific tasks to perform, and our tasks may be different from those of others. Okay, so no two people have the same life lesson. I mean, there, there are life lessons, but it is the degree to which that life lesson needs to be learned. So no two people have the same. Our physical being template is determined upon a 3,000 life cycle. What this means is that there is the potential for 3,000 lives to cycle through this physical being soul blueprint. Okay. This also does not mean that you are only given one 3,000 life cycle. What it means is that for this planet Earth, 
you have the potential of 3,000 lives to complete your evolution. Okay, can't get it right the first time, you get another thing. Can't get it right then, and it is so on and so forth. It goes on. Okay, physical beings incarnate into the life cycle with a physical form, but each physical form has a different soul blueprint and is at a different level of evolution. Some souls are more advanced in the sense that they are more aware of their possibilities in seeking enlightenment. Some souls are less advanced, seeking happiness and pleasure in sensorial experiences. The status of each successive body, whether human or animal, is the direct result of the quality of the life led in the previous body. So in other words, if you led a good life uh, in your last incarnation, that's going to get carried through to this incarnation. And, and that so explains why some people seem to be more spiritually advanced than other people. Okay. Um, and why some people, you see, we see these people all the time, they just can't get it, right? And their life gets worse and worse and worse, and it's because they're just stacking up those life lessons that they're failing to learn. Okay. Thus, a good life results in rebirth to a higher quality form, and a bad life results in rebirth to a lower quality form. This forward and backward progression is based on the universal law of karma. So we've had that class about karma before. And uh, if you clean up your karma, uh, you're further ahead. If you're carrying all this karma around, you got to go get it cleaned up. Okay. It is the design of the template that the physical being ego evolves slowly, each time undergoing constant rebirth until it gradually attains knowledge of the laws of the universe through karma or the effect of its own acts and thoughts. Achieving power and strength through the mastery of one law or the law of one after another until at last it reaches omnipotence both physically and spiritually. Unfortunately, most of us don't use our time wisely. We make bad choices and allow the physical life to distract us from our larger purpose. As the years pass, we may achieve part of our transformation or perhaps none at all. But the fact is, most of us depart this life without completing the tasks we came here to do or the lessons we were meant to learn. We may even have moved in the opposite direction, away from our purpose. What this means is that work left uncompleted in this life is undertaken again in a future life until the task of transformation is done. Okay, so if you didn't get it right this life, it gets put into your soul blueprint and it comes back with you next time for you to try again to get it done, but you also get the new stuff on top of that. So this is why we see people that have very complicated lives is because they don't learn those lessons. They don't take the transformation. The world and our place in it cannot be understood without this key principle. The concept of reincarnation is not a license to ignore our tasks, lessons, and responsibilities in this life. On the contrary, reincarnation should be an incentive to complete our tasks lessons and responsibilities as quickly as possible. To attend to the work of transformation and to live life with unconditional love is our key goal. Okay? The soul functions with complete continuity in its astral mental bodies. It is with these sensitive vehicles that we experience dream or astral worlds during sleep every night. The astral world is equally as solid and beautiful, as varied and comprehensive as the earth dimension, if not much more so. Spiritual growth, psychic development, guidance in matters of governance and commerce, artistic cultivation, 
inventions and discoveries of medicine, science, and technology all continued by astral people who are in between. Okay, so, you know, it isn't a random thought that we get. It resides uh, in those energies on the astral, uh, the Akashic Library, whatever you want to attribute it to, but they're not random thoughts. We get these moments of genuine and sometimes genius thoughts that move everything forward. Okay. There also exists in the gray lower regions of this vast invisible dimension, so we're talking about the astral, uh, people who present pursuits that are base, selfish, and sadistic. And so if, if you're on the astral, you see these people, uh, a lot of them don't even look like they're awake. They're just kind of walking around, zombified. Uh, and so they live in that those base emotions, which are ego-driven, they're selfish and sadistic. So understanding that where the person goes in the astral plane at sleep or death is dependent upon the path walked and the quality of consciousness, okay? A very important concept. Because certain karmas, karmas can only be resolved in earth consciousness, and because the soul's initial realizations of absolute reality are only achieved in the physical body, our soul joyously enters another biological body. In other words, we're, we're waiting to come back to take care of this stuff. We don't want to be stuck with the garbage, right? At the right time, it is reborn into a flesh body that will best fulfill its karmic pattern and frequency. In this process, the current astral body, which is a duplicate of the last physical form, is sloughed off as a sleepless, lifeless shell that in due course disintegrates and a new astral body develops as the new physical body grows. This entering into another body is called reincarnation or reoccupying the flesh and starts a new incarnation cycle. So it's very much a you know, process cycle that we go through. In our current incarnation cycle, we are the sum total of all of our past lives. This means that in our present moment, our mind and body state... Okay, so hang on. Dog has me well trained. He has to go outside. Hang on. Alright. Breathe and let's move forward. <laughs> Alright. Uh... Let's see, I lost my train of thought. Uh, our soul joyously enters another uh, biological body. Uh, we read that already. We're, we're moving on. Um, okay, we are the sum total of all of our past lives. This means that in our present moment, our mind and body state, as reflected from our soul blueprint, is the cumulative, cumulative result of the entire spectrum of our past lives. So everything that we have experienced has been recorded in our blueprint. Make up who we are. They're the things that create our belief system. Okay. So no matter how great the intellectual knowing of these two key principles, okay, so no matter how great the intellectual knowing of these two key principles, okay, in other words, uh, you need to understand that the purpose in transforming, taking the evolution and transforming, is to achieve everything that this incarnation cycle has to offer. Okay. It is how we currently live that positively shapes karma and unfolds us spiritually, knowing the laws. In other words, uh, if you don't have awareness of the law, that's one thing. 
okay? But once you have awareness of the law, then you are responsible for acting accordingly under that law. So knowing the laws, we are responsible to resolve karmic debt and fears from past lives and create karma that projects into the future, okay? In other words, we want to do good karma, not bad karma, right? Uh, that projects into the future. And that will advance, not hinder us, okay? Because we are always past, present, and future at the same time. So what we do today affects today and our future, okay? Karma literally means deed or act, but more broadly describes the principle of cause and effect. So the universal law of cause and effect, right? So it has everything to do with what we do creates an effect, okay? And a lot of times we're oblivious to that, but we need to be realistic in the fact that everything we think, act, do, and say has a cause and effect. So simply stated, karma is the law of action and reaction which governs our consciousness. Karma is the law that states that every mental, emotional, and physical act, no matter how insignificant, is projected out into the psychic mind substance and eventually returns to the individual with equal impact. So there's that thing where we talked about before. What you put out always comes back. Okay, so if you're putting out negativity, negativity is going to come back. If you're putting out positive aspects, positive aspects are going to come back. Okay, so it's a very real thing. Karma is neither fate nor predetermination. Each of us has absolute free will and the only boundary is karma. Okay, so karma is the result of what we do. We retain Akashic memory in our higher chakras, and it records the soul's impressions and deeds during its series of incarnate life cycles, and in the astral mental planes in between earthly existences. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether we're here or whether we're there, okay, we still have that memory. This is why it is important to understand that your past negative karma... can be altered into a smoother, easier state through unconditional love, or your heart chakra nature, and the release of fears and karmic debt. Okay, so that's why we put so much emphasis on those things, is that, you know, to become that law of one. This is the key to karmic wisdom. Live well and love unconditionally, and you will create positive karma for the future and soften negative karma of the past. Okay. Uh, and so we say, you know, let's get away from the soften. All right, just get rid of it. You don't need it. It's garbage. Okay. We must understand how in intricately interconnected all the cycles of karma are for all life forms. Karma operates not only individually, but also in our soul groups, where we participate in the sum karma of multiple souls. So we all have primary and secondary groups that are impacted by the karma that we create and likewise what they create, okay? We already know that we have primary, secondary, and tertiary soul groups that include family, community, nation, race, and religion, even planetary group karma. So if individually or collectively we give unconditional love and live through our heart chakra, we will be loved and given to. And given to. The individuals or groups who act soulfully or maliciously toward us are the vehicle of our own karmic creation. Okay, so somewhere in our past, if we created somebody really bad, that's going to turn around and happen to us in this life. Okay. 
The people who manifest your karma are also living through past karma and simultaneously creating future karma. For example, if their karmic pattern did not include miserliness, they would not be involved in your karma of selfishness. Another person may express some generosity toward you, fulfilling the gifting karma of your past experience. Okay, so in other words, that's a way of negating the, ne the negativity. During our thousands of incarnate cycles, we experience a remarkable variety of life patterns. We exist as male and female, often switching back and forth from life to life as the nature becomes more harmonized into a person exhibiting both feminine nurturing and masculine intrepidness. We experience all manner of stations in life such as royalty, paupers, pirates, tribes, scientists, murderers, healers, atheists, etc. and so on and so forth and ultimately ascended sages. We take bodies of every race and live the many religions, faiths and philosophies as the soul gains more knowledge and evolutionary experience. Okay? Life's real attainment is not money, not material luxury, not sexual or eating pleasure, not intellectual, business, or political power, or any other of the earthly instinctive or intellectual needs. These are natural pursuits, to be sure, but our divine purpose on this earth is to personally realize our identity in and with the universal source. After many lifetimes of wisely controlling the creation of karma, and re resolving past karmas, when they return, the soul is fully matured in the knowledge of these divine laws and the highest use of them. When the soul is stable and repeating realizations of the absolute, there is no longer a need for physical birth, for all lessons have been learned. All karmas fulfilled and unity of the natural universal soul state is achieved. That individual, soul is then naturally liberated, freed from the cycle of birth, death, and rebirth on this planet. Our soul then continues its evolution in the inner worlds, eventually to merge back into its origin with the universal source, the primal soul. It is the absolute of infinite possibilities. And so we talked about that 3,000 life cycle, right? And so if you comp completed those 3,000 life cycles and you ascended, to that higher spiritual state, then the next time you would take on another 3,000 life cycle, but it wouldn't be here for this planet, it would be someplace else, and a different set of laws, and a different set of experiences, and so on and so forth. And so it's a very real way uh, for each of us to develop into something that we're meant to be. So there's all these possibilities available to us. All right, so that was just kind of a brief overview of incarnate cycles. And, uh, you know, like I say, when you get into, uh, when you initiate and you get into the adept level, then we talk more about uh, the higher levels of that subject. All right, so I'm going to sign off and uh, we'll continue on.